happy happy monday everyone thank you so much for tuning in thank you for listening to the sound of my voice welcome 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 my name is Rachel and this is word today how was how was your weekend went to church went to um some kind of an assembly well um <laughs> i have this whatsapp not i have um I'm, I'm i'm in a group in a whatsapp app um my high school uh colleagues my high school friends and um lately they have been posting some strange things that's going on in churches around the world especially in Africa i mean things that people do in the name of christianity in the name of uh being um prophets or evangelists pastors even parishioners it's just heartbreaking um there is a guy in a country in Zambia who just poisoned six people in church died because he make them drink bleach um saying that it gonna cure their diseases because that's what the lord according to him caught and caught the lord instructed him and he make these people drinks drink these uh poison to their death um and i'm not sure if he's still roaming around freely or they arrest him and put him in jail where he belong uh but a christian open their mouth to drink poison by the name of prophets who is sent by quote and quote god it's just sad um it's just crazy as uh, some of the things that i've seen i i, I just cannot believe they are being presented as christianity um it's not christianity it is the work of satan um and those people are not saved so is those false prophets from hell um <laughs> it it just heartbreaking um and my prayer is for true people true elect true chosen true children of god to not being deceived by this work of darkness um but this is not what i wanted to discuss with you today um it just fresh in my mind because up to this morning i was reading stuff and it it it's sad witchcraft in churches 
Western traditions and cultures in churches. And that is not just in Africa. It's even here in America. Um, just this appearance of um, some kind of gospel that appears more to people's flesh feelings and and emotions and touchy touchy anything that to do with things that we can see touch feel and smell things that have nothing to do by walking by faith have nothing to do by walking by the leading of the holy spirit have nothing to do by what is written in the word of god those are the th- those things that are more of the flesh, more of the world, more of the lusts, are what are invading our churches, our congregations all over the world. And people claim this is Christianity when it's not. It's not. It's not in the word of God. It's not Christianity. Um, and my heart breaks. My heart breaks because these people are blaspheming the word of God they um, I was reading the book of Jeremiah actually and not too long ago also uh, it's almost there, like they're coming hand in hand um, Jeremiah I believe chapter 23 um, it's where God is speaking about these false prophets priests um, who are deceiving people causing them to err um it's just sad. He said, he said, my word is like a hammer. My word is like fire. That means the word of God is able to break even a rock, a heart of a stone to soften up, to make it yield and understand the word of God, to make it repent and turn from, from sinful nature and follow uh, God's ways of righteousness. Uh, anything that does not make a person broken, make a person repent, that is not from God. It's it's just that simple. So a person drink poison. Okay, what does that do to you if you drink a bleach? It appears to your flesh. It appears to your flesh. It won't solve a sin problem. It won't solve um, a problem of you being right with God. And this is what is happening also with other things like um, this stuff from uh, Eastern cultures and Eastern meditation. This stuff from other religions that are invading in Christianity. They have nothing to profit your soul, nothing to profit your spirit. They appear just to stimulate your body, your flesh. That's all it does. It will not take you to eternal life with Christ. It will take you to hell at the end of the day because everything we see, the world and everything, they are passing away. They are passing away. And people need to be aware of this. 
um, I went to the length because it's there just fresh in my my spirit. I, I just read the book of Jeremiah and I just saw those videos. So it's just some like, where can I get a platform to speak? I guess this is this is where I'm supposed to speak. There you have it. But our daily verse, I came here for our daily verse. It's on Matthew 11, um, verse 23. This is Jesus calling everybody, inviting everyone, including all of those people who are being deceived. This is what he says. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. A true rest. Come to Jesus, all you who labor and are heavy laden. He will give you and me rest. How do you rest? You rest from striving to get to God through your own merits. When I read this scripture in the past, I already thought he's talking about people who go to work like nine to five jobs or whatever business you know just to work for a bread to eat and to sweat to provide for your family and uh, you know roof on your on your on your head and, and food on your table he's speaking more than that he's speaking more than that the labor he's talking about the heavy laden he's talking about here is the Ten Commandments is Ten Commandments that end up to be 613 of them. Back in the Old Testament, they used to sacrifice animals year after year after year. They used to butcher these, these animals and there are so many sacrifices and there are so many ceremonial, there are so many rules and regulation there's so many eat that don't touch that there's so many things you have to do you have to tithe you have to pay you have to pay this you have to pay that you have to uh not do this not do that you have to fast they fasted they tithe they butcher animals and it was not enough it was it was never enough because you have to repeat and repeat and repeat it was a heavy burden heavy burden to everyone who is looking to be right with god by their own merits it will never be able to please god it was not enough to reach the standard that God demanded of us. But in his own compassion and mercy, he said, you know what? I'm going to do this once and for all. I'm going to send a perfect sacrifice for myself. And that was his only begotten son, the man who knew no sin. He became sin for us, according to 2 Corinthians 5.21. And he said, that sacrifice Jesus did was done once and for all. That means you go to Christ. 
God is pleased. God is satisfied. You don't need to keep sacrificing and sacrificing and sacrificing and asking for forgiveness, asking for forgiveness. That one sacrifice was enough for God to cancel the debt that you owed him, past, present, and future, once and for all. Now, that is the true rest. In those people, you and I, who have been laboring to get right with God in our own merit, now had a place for refuge where we could run and say, you know what, Jesus, yes, I come to you to have rest. I surrender to you. Give me your righteousness. I give you all my sins. That is the invitation here that God has given us. Because he loves us by his own will and doings. That's how he did. And people who come, who tell you there are many ways to God, there is none. There is only one way to God. This is exactly what he was talking about. You who are heavy, heavy laden. You who labor. is The only way to rest, the only way to remove that burden from your shoulders is by coming to Christ. And those who claim there are many ways to God, they are still carrying their own burden and they're going to continue to carry their own burden and they will never be able to please God because there is no one who came near or came close to to Christ to live the way Jesus lived because Jesus was not even a 100% human being. He was a deity. He was God. He was God. He was made by the Holy Spirit. He was not made by man. That's why you cannot get to that standard. So, all of you who are drinking poison out there, being uh, lied by messengers of Satan, all of you who are trying to strive to work on your own merits to get to God, all of you who are looking at other ways, many ways to get to God. I'm here to inform you there is a good news. There is Jesus. And he is sending an invitation to all of you to come to him and rest. And rest. In the book of Hebrew, I believe uh, chapter 4 says, strive to enter that rest. The only work that's left for you and I to do is to strive to enter that rest. And once you enter there, stay there. You don't need to come out again to start trying to labor. Enter that rest and stay there with your Lord. That's the best place to be for each and every one of you. And no one will snatch you away from his hands. That is good news. That is good news. That is the way to start your Monday. So, 
what does this verse leave us? Continue working your daily work. This is the thing. Once you come to Christ, everything change. The blind eyes will start seeing and you start looking at things completely different from how other people see them because your eyes will be opened. So he's not telling you don't go to work to pay your bills, don't go to work to take care of your family. In fact, the Bible encourage people to work. He want people to work because when you work, the money you the, the 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 pay that you receive you can share with those who are not able to work. So it it is it is a good thing to work. But that's not the labor. That's not labor. That is just a normal human life in this world that we are supposed to do day by day. In fact, work helps you become a better person. Help work help you grow. There's so much advantage of working than being a lazy person. A lazy, laziness is condemned in the Bible. It is a sin. Nobody encourages that. We are encouraged to work. But the labor Jesus is talking about here, it's more than just going for a pay. If, if you're going for your work and you feel your work is a burden, if you're going to your work and you feel your work is, is, is you're not enjoying it, then maybe it's time to either speak to your boss about that or it's time for you to start looking at things first of all let me do this now i'm gonna take back my words if if what you do for work that that takes care of your family needs and your your own personal needs and the needs of others around you if if it's burden number one you are viewing your work in a wrong way Maybe you're not saved. You need to be saved first. Once you are saved, Jesus is going to open your eyes. You're going to start seeing things different. When you work, you're not working for man. You're working for the Lord. That's number one. Number two, let's say you are saved and you still are seeing the job that you are in as a heavy laden, as, 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 as a burden to you even though it pays your bills and, and do all those good things, support you uh, financially and uh, resourcefully, uh, perhaps, perhaps, you're still not mature enough to know the purpose of you being there. And even if you know the, the purpose of you being there, but you still feel it's, you still see that it is heavy laden for you? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. But maybe. This is the, the third option. You are in, at the wrong place. It's, you are at the place where you are not supposed to be. That's the last option. You are absolutely at the place where it's not God's will for you to be there. So then that's something you may need to change. So it's one of those three options. A. Either you are not saved. If you are saved and it's still hard for you, maybe you are not seeing the purpose of you being there. If you see the purpose of being you there, but it's still hard for you, then maybe it's not God's will for you to be there. So it's, it's about time for you to find where God wants you to be. 
but the labor Jesus is talking on Matthew 11 verse 23 is 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 higher than 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 just going to work for food and for for shelter. He's talking about labor, the labor that going to get us to God. You have seen how other religions do to uh try to be right with God. They pray five times a day. Some of them they don't eat. Some of them they chop them their own bodies. They they cut their own bodies. They discipline themselves to the maximum. Some of them empty their minds. Some of them exclude themselves from societies. They live places where nobody can go. There are all kind of practice in the world, but they do all these things. They wanna get right with God. They wanna get to God. They wanna touch the supernatural. They wanna receive, um, receive from from God information, whatever, or or blessings or anything. The the ultimately they wanna be right with God. That's that's the ultimate goal. But they do all these kind of things. That's the kind of labor Jesus is telling you. You know, come to me. Stop striving. Stop labeling. Stop. Stop all that. Come to me. I'll give you rest. I'm the ultimate person who can get you to where you want to go. This is the way. This is the door. So come. That's the invitation. That's the invitation for today. Are you in? Are you going to come? Most likely, most people will not accept this invitation. Most people will continue because of pride, because of sin, because the God of this world have minded, have blinded the minds of, of men so that they don't see the light of God, which is in Christ Jesus, they're going to continue to work their own righteousness in vain. They will continue to strive on their own in vain to their own doom in the end. And and they're going to find out later when it's too late, when they're in hell, they will find out that Jesus was all along calling them, inviting them, and they blew it. And there's no way else. There's no point to turn again. There's no place to repent. It, it is too late. And they're going to be, you know, with the devil. The devil going to be laughing, crying with them um, in hell. And that's the sad part. Um, I just want to pray for each and every one of you to just go in your closet. Just cry out to God. Tell them, God, what I heard today on this podcast, on Word Today, if it's true, show me. Show me. And keep crying to him until he answers you. He said, come, to, he said, um, you know, everyone who come near to me and I'll come near to you. He said, no, seek and you will find. He will not turn away anyone who 
ask, anyone who knock, anyone who seek. That's the promise and you need to stand by that. You need to hold God accountable by that. Say, God, this is what it's saying in your word. And I believe he will answer you. Thank you again for listening. Have a blessings for today and the rest of the week. And do not be deceived. Do not be deceived by anyone or anybody. In Jesus' name.